0: Hello everybody, I'm Hannah and I'm Kylie <laughs> and this is Back Up for Grabs. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 2, The Generation Gap. Um, so let's start with our 15 second summary. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> so we start out by having Jeff give us a recap, then we kind of have them talking at camp, then we do our final, you know... Eating challenge, which we were looking forward to, and then tribal. What? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fifteen seconds.
0: Yeah. People talked. There was challenge. There was tribal. That's all I got. <laughs> Make, the, Make the noise. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, first we get a look back at camp life, which includes Colleen and Greg falling in love and Sean's super pole. Um, eventually we go to the, our first eating challenge ever where Jervis freaks out and won't eat a beetle larva, and then we go to tribal council where BB gets voted out. That was a lot better. That was a lot better. <laughs> you think nothing happens in an episode, and then you get there and try to explain it, and there's too much. <laughs> I'm
1: still like put off by how short these challenges are. It's It's messing me up.
0: Yeah, I think that was one of the things that definitely changed once Survivor's budget increased.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and viewership probably. They're like, okay, make these guys do something for once.
0: Yeah. No one seems to be even bothered by the fact that Sonya
1: left. There's like zero discussion about it. No. No blindsides. No people are actually like upset about it. They're like, yeah, she's gone. Yeah, plus
0: I feel like in future seasons there's always someone who's upset and there's some They're like i can't believe you voted her out it's like oh okay. right like recognition at least that the person's gone and people here were just kind of like now what <laughs> next. thank you next <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of the big topics of discussion was that no one really wanted to eat a rat
1: yeah well, who was it rudy was like no i'm not hungry
0: i'm not hungry enough for it
1: right yet. yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, okay,
0: you're doing great on your own. That's fine. I also found it interesting. I mean, I don't know, because Stacy's convinced that Rudy was the one that wrote down her name instead of Richard, but I don't know if that's Rudy not owning up to it. Richard not owning up. Well, yeah, it would be Richard not owning up to it, but like, she clearly hasn't talked to Rudy about
1: it because I feel like he would tell her like, he would tell her straight up. That was not me. Yeah. (laughs) Richard probably would too. I mean, he was a little shady by saying he wanted to get to know Stacy a little bit more because he was the one who voted to get rid of her, yeah, but what then a weird... wanted to get to know her after the fact. Right. What a weird comment to make. Like, <laughs> It's like, okay, you wanted to get rid of her, but now you want to get to know her. No big deal.
0: I think the okay, we're also going to try to start using like tribe names instead of yellow and orange. So for, you know, in case you missed it, Pagong is yellow and Toggy is orange. So, I think that Pagong, which is the Yellow Tribe, um, all got, like, involved a lot more in the shelter than they did the first episode, and it seems like it worked out a lot better than whatever Taw-y was up to. Like, I thought it was a
1: pretty decent shelter. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't so close to the ocean water, it would have been perfect. Well, I mean, it did look really good, but what surprised me is that they were still doing a lot of work on it on day four. Because I feel like usually you do it all on day one, and then you're, like, set. Even though it's not the best shelter, you're still covered from all of the elements and everything on day one.
0: Yeah, that's fair. They also haven't really had any extreme weather weather yet. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. If it's, like, sunny and you're just chilling on your island, that might not be as pressing until later on. I feel like from, or, like, the Pagong Beach, the aerial shots look very different than when... They're, like, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of look like they're next to a river or it's dirty or something. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, definitely not a good water source, but <laughs> a river. <laughs> Let's talk about B.B. washing his shirt in the group water. <laughs> I would have lost it. I mean, yes, it's hot, so, like, the heat is getting to them and they haven't eaten. But, like, come on. You drink from that that. Canister, Like, he's just out
0: here doing laundry. (laughs) And he seemed so confused why people were upset with that. Yeah, he did. I keep comparing BB and Rudy, and I feel like they're super different, but for being, like, tribe grandpa in their roles, like, Rudy would at least, I don't think he would ever do it, but I think if he did, he would understand if everyone was upset. (laughs) Right.
1: Well, and it also just was weird to me that they let their water get so low. Like they're like, "Oh, well, it's night and now we don't have water." It's like, "Okay, well, you had all day. Why didn't you go get water during the day?" Like
0: all oh, that was that that was challenge day, right? So,
1: yeah, I guess they were gone for part of hike? it, but I would not let my water get that low.
0: <laughs> I thought the like clash between Joel and Bibi was interesting. Joel was like trying so hard not to lose his mind, and I feel like he lost it anyway.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, he really was... did try
0: though. There was a lot of chafing, as Greg would say, in island terms.
1: Oh, Greg. (laughs) Him and Colleen were cute, though. I did enjoy their little excursion.
0: Yeah, I like them. I find it very interesting that the concept of, you know, survivorship wasn't kind of born yet, because they didn't even, like, vote for the same person Mm -hmm. at the end, and I feel like that, well... Usually when you see those flirtationships kind of form, they're automatically Alligned. on the same page
1: strategically. Yeah. And... But we, I mean, we still didn't see a lot of, like, alliance or strategy talk. Like, they all just went to tribal and voted for who they wanted to vote for.
0: Yeah. I think the strategy at this stage for them not knowing really any better is to just make the tribe as
1: yeah. cohesive as yeah. possible.
0: Whether that's whoever's not helping in camp life, which would have been... Ramona, or whoever is
1: annoying the most people.
0: (laughs) Which was BB. Yeah. I still think
1: the tree mail is super janky. It is. Like, it's like some bamboo like (laughs) sheet plus a bamboo canister. And then Jeff's like, look, I'm surprising them with tree mail. It's like, okay, well, you can't put anything in there except for a note, so. And then the challenge
0: got announced. I think Ramona being all, I'm swallowing everything. Gretchen was like, you won't even eat rice.
1: Like, was one of the most savage moments. That's why she's sick. Like, she's not eating. She's like, I'll just compensate by drinking water. It's like, no, that's not how this works. It's not really the same thing. (laughs) She did eat the grubs well. I will give her that. Actually, everyone did once push came to shove. (laughs)
0: Sometimes a literal shove. Yeah. I was shocked that BB was trying to have a discussion about throwing the second challenge in the entire game right not even season
1: the whole game like he had nothing to base that off no I mean and he was thinking of about it strategy wise because he did want to get rid of like the weaker player in Ramona but Mm. that was more self-serving to him because I mean their tribe was doing fine in challenges it's just he didn't like her work ethic so he wanted to get her out and then the entire tribe was like no we're not throwing a challenge are you nuts especially weird to me
0: because when he brought that up at least at that point we weren't or hadn't been informed yet that he had said he wanted to leave Mm -hmm. and so he's I don't know just seems super self like unaware in the sense that he doesn't even consider himself being on the chopping block as a possibility right um but I mean
1: evidently he didn't need to consider it because that's what happened (laughs) I mean, if he wanted to throw the challenge, all he had to do was refuse to eat a grub. Like, it was easy enough for him to do that. And then if he kind of wanted to go home anyway, that would have been a reason for them to vote him off because he refused. (laughs) Jervis almost did that for him. (laughs) It's true. I know you like it, but I really still hate the idol. It's just symbolic. It's always been... I mean, there are definitely some seasons that have better idols than others, especially once we get to individual immunity. Like, those necklaces can be horrible. But I like the totem thing. I don't hate all idols.
0: I just think this this idol looks like it was supposed to be wooden and some third grader attacked it with finger paint. That's fair.
1: Well, the finger paint has been an issue regardless since apparently now they're wearing war paint to tribal council, (laughs) which washes off in their giant trek to tribal council.
0: I think it was soot. Because I don't think they were given... You know what I mean? Like, I think they must have gotten... But don't, isn't that like what I think it has to be? (laughs) Yeah. I'm also so confused. So at the challenge, Rudy shows up in this hot pink shirt that we've never seen. (laughs) Like, where did the shirt come from? (laughs) Maybe he cleaned it in a water canister. Maybe he took it, maybe Sonya left it there. Yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing. There was like kind of an involved discussion between Bibi and... Gretchen about what stuff he would leave if he got voted out and what things he oh, would Oh, yeah, take like with I'm gonna him. take my
1: chopsticks and try to sell them to someone on the outside.
0: How dystopian does that sound, too? Like on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel a little bit bad for Jervis. I think he was just experiencing like such an extreme mental block around just like the idea of consuming. Beetle larva, which I can't fault him for, because I'd like to think that I could let just, like...
1: Do it? Yeah, but I don't know that I could. I think the beetle larva, I could. There are others, once we get to different seasons, that I'll definitely throw a little fit about. But the beetle larva, I think I could do. But the other tribe, Toggy, when they were, like, heckling Jervis, I felt bad about that. And they were making, like, the noises in the background. of like, <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's not helping. I mean, obviously, but... They were rude.
0: They were, but I do think like it felt fun. Yeah. Like the challenge didn't feel as cutthroat as I feel like they do
1: later. Yeah.
0: yeah, and part of that might have just been cause no one's really in game mode yet. Yeah, um, I was so impressed with
1: Stacy though. She's a badass. Like she, she, did, it. she didn't even hesitate. No, they were just down out. And then they were like trying to pick on her. Like yeah, she's gonna be the squeamish one. She's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. There's. A later season, and I don't remember it might have happened a few times
0: where they like specifically tell the least squeamish person to act like right. they are
1: on the begin and I yeah. I would not have been wanted to pick as the squeamish person, but I mean Stacy killed it. She handled herself really well. So props to her.
0: I also I've always thought this. I feel like Sean had like a fat crush on Stacy. Like the way he was talking about how she handled it was
1: very like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So then we kind of get to their camp life before they head to Tribal.
0: Yeah, we got some good quotes in there, like Ramona saying, I'm not a control freak, but I like to be in control of things. <laughs> um, but basically it seems like there's two people on the chopping block, which are Ramona and Bibi. Mm-hmm. This is where we kind of find out that Bibi was... Um, Willing to go home? Yeah, which that's always a huge discussion, I feel like. Right. If someone has made the decision that they're either, like, quitting or okay with being the sacrificial vote-out.
1: Right. And no one really, like, acknowledged it, even. (laughs) No. And, like, I mean, because people are either, like, yes, go home. Like, why are you here if you don't want to be here? Or they're, like, no, like, we really need you in challenges. Like, can you survive one more week? Yeah. It's very strange. But BB's neither of those things, really, to any of these people, so. <laughs> I mean, I do think he's
0: doing a lot
1: around camp. Oh, and definitely. I think he's... That shelter would not be there without him.
0: Right. I do think he's an asset to their tribe, more than he's a detriment, at least as far as his physical... Practicality. Yeah, like being there goes, but I th- it's really only his personality that's bothering people. But not even everybody, from what no. it seems like. Like Jenna's very much And Gretchen
1: like, was fine with him.
0: Yeah. And I think probably it's because the two of them have or seem to have like a better understanding of his work ethic. A too. Generational gap. Yeah. <laughs> um and they're not like expecting him to act like them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the root of disappointment with a lot of people. Right. Um. But even people like Colleen, she said like Pagong. Like, I don't know. They just seemed grateful for his leadership in so far as it wasn't
1: annoying them. (laughs) I think just his constant needing to do something started to, like, wear on people because he was constantly working and he noticed other people weren't matching his level of work. And so then he would get grumpy with people who weren't. But it's like, can you really expect someone to only work? 24-7
0: yeah and there's definitely been contestants that have that same kind of mentality in other seasons and they're not usually uh, around taken. For long. <laughs> taken as well yeah exactly <laughs> it was really touching how sad they seemed already about voting someone out because of how they've bonded because I feel like in recent seasons no one seems to really like Even try to forge those really deep connections until a few votes in when you know there's a greater chance that the people that you're investing time into are sticking around. Right. And it kind of sucks that, like, I don't, I mean, I've obviously never been on an island. I don't know what it's actually like, but this is just what I'm picking up from as a long-term viewer. Usually you have the reaction that Pagong had at tribal council. Like, I would say probably not until the last vote before the merge, that's when people start to be like, we're going to miss our tribe and we've gotten so close and blah, blah, blah. Unless they're doing it to, like, lull someone into not using an idol during a blindside, which is its right. own whole
1: thing. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, they definitely seemed very, very sad. Um, like, no one wanted to vote. Like, you, you saw Jenna. She was like, yeah, this is, like, horrible. Like, I don't want to do this right now. Right.
0: I think what's interesting from this episode is we're not obviously very far into the season, but we're seeing so much raw emotion from people. Like Mm -hmm. people aren't afraid to like express when they're annoyed with someone else or throw them under the bus or start, you know, crying or being really nostalgic. at council, or like letting people know that they're sick. Do you know how much people try to hide that later on? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I, it's kind of, it's refreshing to see a survivor season that everyone feels so, uninhibited, and I don't know that we get that back ever again after this season. But are we really surprised that BB voted for Ramona? <laughs> I'm not. I genuinely did think that it would be Ramona that went home Oh yeah, this episode. You and I were both shocked. Uh-huh. And that's just proof that even, like, there's so much Survivor to watch that you can't possibly remember everything. And I, obviously, Ramona does get voted out eventually, but I thought it was... I don't know. I feel like B.B. made a bigger mental impression on me than Ramona, so then I just made the assumption that he stayed Took longer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, I would have voted off Ramona
1: instead of B.B. this round.
0: I think so, too. Well, I don't know, because I maybe he would have bugged me so much that I would have wanted to be rid of him. Um, But I would assume, probably, that if I was Ong Pagong, well, I don't know, who do you think you would ally with? At this stage,
1: if you were on Pagan. Probably Jenna. But she liked Bibi. She So did. that's why you vote Ramona? Yeah, I mean, if I were, let's say I was aligned with Jenna. Like, Jenna's helping Bibi with this shelter. Like, we're putting in some work. And not gonna lie, Ramona didn't do that much that we saw around camp. Mm. And so, like, yes, Jervis st- stood up for her, and I thought that was, like, commendable. Like, she was sick, but part of that was her own detriment. Yeah. And so it's like, if I'm also going to put in effort, not only to do the physical aspect of building the shelter, but also the mental aspect to not be that impatient with BB, I won't have as much patience for someone who is not putting in the effort, Ramona. Mm. I feel like that's a fairly good analysis. But I also would probably think that she's weaker in challenges. Not that we've seen, we've seen two. But, <laughs> but I my, my vote would be she's weaker in challenges and at this point with the dynamic I would keep the tribe strong. Yeah,
0: I think that's fair. And I feel like if someone's sick at this stage, there's no way that they're gonna get But be- like
1: if they were gonna get better, they probably would have six days in. Right. Assuming I mean, that- unless they start catching fish, real fish, not salmon. <laughs> um or win a food challenge or something. It's not gonna not gonna get better for food wise, um, for these people. I'm also
0: noticing we're not getting as much on like the previews of the next episode. Like pretty much all we learn right. from the next episode is that they're really hungry. Yeah. Or and, that and Jenna specifically. Gen- Jenna is hungry.
1: <laughs> Jenna wants to eat a rat. Not only eat it, she wants to gut him and bone him. She is ready to go. <laughs> Rudy probably isn't ready yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Have any like little. Snippets you want to point out that we didn't
1: touch on? Um, I mean, the things that I picked up on the most this episode was less about their individual quotes and more just distinctions that Jeff has started to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said, Who will be going home this week instead of Who will be voted out tonight? So we still haven't codified some of our survivor sayings from him. Um, And it's the same thing, like, Jeff took the idol back, but he didn't say, I will take it back. He just said, it's up for grabs again. So we're not there yet.
0: I'm going to back up for grabs. Back up for
1: grabs. (laughs) Um, And he did say, all right, it's time to vote. So I appreciated that. He did say, I'll go tally the votes. Also appreciated that. But he said, let's count the votes. Which is wrong, Jeff. (laughs) You say, I'll read the votes. Don't correct Jeff. Kylie, are you kidding? Well, Jeff is now in the right rhythm for Survivor. but <laughs> He's getting there? He's getting there.
0: I thought it was funny that Sue's going by Susan, or at least that's, like, what her captions identify her as. Right. When
1: no I, one calls her that.
0: I can't... It feels wrong. I didn't even know that was her, like, full name. Like, I thought her <laughs> name was Sue. <laughs> I really like Colleen and Greg's little showmance, like you mentioned. Yes.
1: Um, Colleen had a cute little quote saying... I mean, who doesn't want to own the BB action figure? I mean, he really is just the workhorse of that tribe. I'm shocked that Greg's really just out here not wearing
0: shoes anywhere. Like, he was barefoot at tribal. Like, you gonna tell me you went on a whole hike to
1: tribal? With the snakes. Barefoot. (laughs) Go off, Greg. In the jungle. (laughs) And like I said, Sean thought he had a chance to catch salmon. Probably not, Sean. Especially not with your super pole. No. All right. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? I'll give it to BB. I don't know if he meant, like, in the first place or what, but he said, this is not a democracy. And I was like, well, you <laughs> kind of signed up for the wrong show, Bibi, because you vote people out and the majority <laughs> goes home. So kind of is a democracy.
0: <laughs> um, my favorite quote is from Dr. Sean. Um... Upon not being able to catch fish, he said, maybe the area's overfished or something. Who is, who, who's out there, Sean? Who is fishing with you? Zero people. How is it overfished? <laughs> the ocean just has no fish in mm-hmm. that area anymore.
1: hmm hmm
0: Okay, now we're going to move into our
1: birthday segment. So these are all birthdays from this week. Yeah. So January 9th, happy birthday to Greg Carey from season 10.
0: We don't have any January 10th birthdays. So January 11th, we have Alicia
1: Rose from season 24. No birthdays on January 12th. So moving to January 13th, we have Cecilia Mancilla from season 13. And So Kim from season 30. And Elaine Stott from season 39. Uh, No birthdays on
0: January 14th. I'm shocked that they, we don't have more birthdays this week. Right. Um, so January 15th is Adam Klein from season 33 and season 40. Adam's one of the contestants we've met in person. <laughs>
1: yeah. Go um, Bay Area.
0: Very nice, man. We are ready to wrap up. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs.
1: Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram at BackupforGrabs, Twitter at BackupforGrabs underscore.
0: Or you can email us at BackupforGrabsPod at gmail.com.